Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Wow, Matt, fellow adventurers, we are playing Sir Crokington, and we're moving towards the battle against Osbrock in Proving Grounds 4. Part 12, the final battle begins, Onslaught. Here we begin, a recap of the most recent events. Again. Osborak repeats his demand that Turek hand over to him the missing half of the medallion, his voice now vacant of any semblance of ability. I am not the murderer, Osborak, shouts Turek. I am not the shape-sifting coward that sacks and slaughters. My heart isn't so black that I've never known the compassion of others. You are my brother, Osborak. Go now, and I will allow you to live. Go now, never return to these parts. Oh, I will hunt you like the beast you are. Osborak roars with rage and unleashes a verbal tirade at Jurek in a guttural tongue you do not understand. Jurek snarls and responds in the same tongue, his words seeming, seemingly serving to anger Osborak further. Now... Now, if I knew what those words were translated to, this podcast would ha- would no longer be PG. <laughs> Most likely. Then you die, he says, his contemptuous gaze fixed on Jurek. The bodies of Osborak and the three men standing at his side shudder violently as they undergo a rapid and horrible transformation. In a matter of moments, four hulking silver claw trolls stand in the midst of the clearing. What sounds to be at least a thousand howls suddenly break out in the forest surrounding the clearing. Of course he has more wolfkin. He always has more wolfkin. You spot a large number of dark shapes moving through the trees on all sides. Jurek does not appear to be at all phased by the transformation. He turns to you as if to gorge your reaction and nods grimly. He then turns his steely gaze to the four trolls, Osbrook, the foremost of the four silver claws. Still clutches his wooden staff. The things you see when you don't have your troll bonds, says Jurig. And now the adventure continues. A large number of wolfkin break cover and charge out of the trees that surround the clearing howling wildly as they move to surround you. Keep our backs tight and try to stay together, cries Jurek, as the savage wolf creatures close in on all sides. We're outnumbered, Sir Crokington, but they're the ones outmatched. Jurek places his hands on your shoulders and spins you round to face him. Staring directly into your eyes, he issues you staunch command. Do not spare Osbrook, he growls. He is my brother, but I will slay him or die in the attempt. Give him no quarter. Watch yourself now. You turn for Drig and note that a group of eight wolfkin have pulled in front of the west and are now bounding towards you, at an ala- closing at an alarming weight. Oh, I can just hold my ground and face the wolfkin onslaught, or I could use archery, Illusion, telekinesis, 
or, da- or gating. Mm, telekinesis. It succeeded. 32 experience to telekinesis. A powerful projection of force slams into two of the Wolfkin, sending them crashing to the ground at the head of the charging pack. The other beasts topple over the pair and land in a snarling heap. Before the wolf creatures can regain their feet, you rush forward and strike two of their number dead. The six remaining wolfkin stagger to their feet and quickly surround you. I guess the telekinesis wasn't enough to actually kill them. Just enough to knock them over. I had to... Stabbing was what killed them. They quickly surround you. Six wolfkin snarl viciously as they tear at you with tooth and claw. And I'm fighting them all at once. Just getting them out of the way. The vicious wolf creatures tear at you with tooth and claw. Your enemy deals you a brutal blow. For seven damage. And nearly slain and slain. 21 XP. Having slain the last of the enemies you face... You turn to find Jurek is battling a particularly large group of savage wolf creatures. You rush towards him, eager to join in the fray, but you're quickly intercepted by a group of four wolfkin that seem to appear out of nowhere. You dodge a series of nasty swipes and stoically square off against the vicious beast. It's four wolfkin. The vicious creatures tear at you with tooth and claw. Brutal blow. For 9 damage. And I keep fighting. And they are slain. 13 XP. Never gets any easier does it? Gas Jurig. Rushing to your side. As the last of your foes slump to the ground at your feet. The tall hunter turns his hardened gaze. Towards the four silver claws. Just as another large group of wolfkin. Emerge from the forest. And charge towards you. Howling wildly, you catch sight of Osbrock, now in the form of a hulking silver claw, waving about his wooden staff. The tip, the tip of the staff, glows brightly. It seems as if the troll is somehow guiding the wolfkin attack. Jig presses his back firmly against yours. The two of you firmly plant your feet and exhale sharply. A group of 15 wolfkin lope towards you. And you're certain Jurek faces at least that many from the other side. As they draw up, draw to within melee range. The, snar- the snarling wolf creatures slow their approach and attack you one at a time. Hmm? One at a time then, I can handle that. The first wolfkin snarls and attacks. You manage to fend off his initial assault and counter with an attack of your own. Tears at you with tooth and claw, and is slain. 23 XP. With no time for a breather, you step away from the carcass of your slain foe, prepare to engage the next of your vicious enemies. The second wolfkin leaps for your throat, and everything else. You manage to fend off the initial assault and counter with an attack of your own. Stabity stab stab stab. Slain. 25 XP. With no time for a breather. You step away from the carcass of your slain foe, prepare to engage the next of your vicious creatures. The third wolfkin savagely claws at you. You manage to fend off his initial assault and counter with an attack of your own. Tears tooth and claw, brutal damage, damage for 8, brutal blow for all. Brutal blow for 11, it is slain. 28 XP. Alright, with no time for a breather, you step away from the carcass of your slain foe, Prepare to raise the next of your vicious enemies. The four falcons savagely claws at you. Okay, these are pretty much the same. I'm just going to rush through these now. That's the fourth slain. No time for a breather. But there is time to heal. Alright, here's number five. The fifth wolf creature and it is slain. 32 XP for that. Here's another wolf creature. Slain, 33 XP. Just got a quick combat number 7, 35 XP. Quick combat number 8, 38. The ninth wolfkin bounds forward and attacks. You manage to fend off its initial assault and counter with an attack of your own. 
Alright, he's mixing it up a bit. There's slightly different ways they start. 40 XP, number 10. Savagely claws at you. And if you're slain, 42 XP. The 11th Walt Kim leaps to try to bite me in half. But fails because it's dead now. 44 XP. Number 12. 46 XP. Savagely claws at you. Can't do the attack of my own. 48 XP. The 14th Wolf Kim bounds forward and attacks. And is also slain. That's 50 XP now. The last Wolfkin leaps for your throat. Well, last Wolfkin. For now. There's probably more to come. You manage to fend off his initial assault and counter with an attack of your own. Tears you with tooth and claw and is slain. 51 XP. You step back from the carcass of the last Wolfkin and find that Jurig has slain a similar number behind you. The two of you draw up together and stand shoulder to shoulder. Facing the four, silking fo- sil- four hulking silver claws, still standing in the midst of the tall glass. Osvarak lifts his head, sky- head, head skyward and leashes an enraged bellow that rattles your teeth. The snarling silver claw lowers his gaze and points the tip, tip of his staff at Duric. Enough with the rats! he cries. Sweeping his staff over the corpses of the many wolfkin now strewn about the grassy clearing. I'd, I don't suppose you've had occasion to sink your snake fangs into any silver claws of late, Osgurig. Perhaps not since the last time you heartlessly slaughtered your own kin. I was there. I was there. Remember? And I spared you, shouted Jurig, his face twisted into a broad sneer. It was a mistake I've since regretted. I was half-grown, snarls Osborak. Even your black heart couldn't see through with it. Two more summers and I would no doubt have joined the savage fates of my brothers and our father. This... Is the creature that stands by, you stand by. A demon unfit to exist among troll, men or trolls. Nothing will ever state, sate his lust for blood. Enough! growls Jurig. Indeed enough, replies Osborak. The towering, towering troll grunts loudly. And two of the silver claws at his side immediately start towards you. Their broad blades cutting wide strokes before them as they rapidly advance. Steady now, Sir Crokington, says Jurig, as he squares himself against the swiftly approaching troll, encroaching and approaching trolls. For better or worse, this is the end. And I think it's going to be for better. Well, better for us, much, much worse for us, Brock, because of the whole being dead thing. Anyway, this ends this scenario for 512 experience to general. It's quite a lot, really. Alright. The underlings. Man down. Oh dear. Here we begin. Here's the recap. Well, we just read that, so I'll just skip that over. Now the adventure continues. You stand shoulder to shoulder with Jurig as a pair of savage, sword-wielding silver claws bear down on you. Jurig mutters something incoherent under his breath as the trolls approach and tightens his grip on the hilt of his blade. You brace for what portends to be a brutal melee as the troll on the right draws to within striking distance and lunges at you. It's a sword-wielding silver claw. It's a hulking silver claw slashes at you with this heavy blade. And I stab at it with my much, much lighter blade. Stab at it. Oh, savage blow for, 11 da- for 7 damage. 
And another savage bloke of 13 damage, but now it is slain. And I didn't even get to bont it. Because I don't know how a troll bont works yet. 70 XP. The troll Silverclaw emits a painful bellow and topples over. Its bulky form shudders and then becomes still. You turn to your left and see Druig on the ground, struggling beneath the weight of his savage flow. Suddenly, the great beast lands a death blow that instantly renders the troll hunter unconscious. As a, tro- as a silver claw prepares to whip out Druig's throat with his deadly claws, you leap forward and strike the creature. Your attack fails to substantially wound the troll, but it does serve to divert its attention from its hopeless prey. You warily assume a defensive stance as the mighty troll wars with rage and raises its sword to strike. It's another sword-wielding Silverclaw troll. Hawking Silverclaw class slashes you with its heavy blade. Savage blow for 12 damage. It's nearly done and it is slain. 134 experience. Alright, so he, he so Druig got the stronger troll apparently. Just bad luck on his part, I guess. You leap over the corpse of the slain silver claw and wash Druig's side. The troll hunter stirs slightly and moans weakly as he slowly slowly regains consciousness, realizing he has no condition to yet regain his feet, let alone wield his sword. You stand defiantly in front of him glaring contemptuously at the two two trolls still standing in the midst of the tall grass. Rogue Wolf falls, sneers Osborak, snarling something in the troll tongue to the beast next to him. May you find rest in whatever hellish hole will welcome you, Osgurig. Oskarang, kill this other human rat. No, wait, wait. Former human rat. <laughs> I guess, yeah, he knows I'm actually a transformed human. It's just... It's just something you figure out. You just get a sense for what's transformed when you do so much transforming yourself. The massive silver claw next to Osborak grumbles and starts in your direction. The creature's heavy sword rests against its broad, festering chest. As it stomps towards you, snorting loudly with each thundering step. And that is the end of this scenario for 256 experience to general. Alright, alright, while Jurig is still down, it's time to take on Orzkarang. Okay, I'm really starting to think that that Orz is more of a title than uh than than uh than a than a family name thing although i guess he could be a cousin because i don't think there's anything closer left because of the whole well i'm not exactly sure what happened that drove Jurig to to do the fratricide and patricide at the same time. But I presume. Probably. Uh, they were about to. You know. Commit a mass murder. And. And you, you know. Stopped it. <laughs> or Greg. Now to fight him. Begin this now. The massive silver claw is rapidly encroaching, closing on you. Your mind races as you contemplate the next course of action. Alright, three options now. I could hold my ground and fight this sappy Benimuth. I could use necromancy or archery. You know what? Necromancy. Just want to see what which of the many... Many, 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 many corpses around here I use. Succeeded. 64 XP to necromancy. 
you wholly call upon your power of necromancing. Hoping against hope that your dark heart will aid you in the impending battle. The result of your efforts is far greater than you could have ever imagined. The carcasses of the two slain silver claws at your feet shudder violently and then rise to their feet. The freshly animated undead trolls rush forward, following your unspoken command, and brutally assail your approaching foe. Ors Karang manages to defeat the two undead trolls, sending them back to the grave, but not for before he has sustained some fairly serious wounds. Not wasting any time, you charge forward to engage the wounded beast. Well, how about that for you two? You got killed twice! The mighty Silverclaw wars with rage as it strikes out at you with the sword as you draw to within melee range through wounded. His fearsome creature remains a deadly foe and is probably just angrier with those wounds. It's Ors Karang. He was a silver claw troll, like he was when he first attacked, begin combat. Although he has been other things at times. Oskarang slashes at you with his heavy blade. It's probably far heavier than a regular human can even lift. The enemy deals you a devastating blow for 26 damage, and then 29 damage. And then 22 damage. But I also do specials. As a sudden surge of energy overtakes you. And you lay impossibly swift blow upon your enemy for 6 damage. And now slain. 134 experience. An ear shattering death cry precedes Ors Karag's unceremonious collapse. The towering silver claw pitches forward. His bulky carcass striking the ground with a reverberating thud. You step back from Oz or Oz Karang's corpse and stood stooped by Jurig's side. The troll hunter is barely conscious. But suddenly his eyes open wide and he motions with his hand in the direction of Ozbarak. You turn to find the staff-wielding silver claws striding swiftly towards you. The end, he roars, as tines of energy crackle from the tip of his staff. At last, the end. Well, I'm pretty sure it'll be the end for you. Because in, in case you've not been paying attention, you've lost all your men. I'm sure you probably have some more wolfkins somewhere, but they never worked before. Anyway, this is the end of the scenario with 256 experience to general. And that's up to 22 scenarios deep now. The final part 14, the final stand. The Slayer of Men. Here we go. Finally facing Osbuak. Begin the scenario. A recap of most recent events. Not needed. I just read it about 30 seconds ago. And now the adventure continues. The Silver Claw rapidly bearing down upon you. Is a merciless, cold-blooded killer. Ghostly faces of the countless victims of his cruel claws and and deadly magic plague even his most shallow of slumbers. There's hardly a waking moment that finds his mind free of the haunting echo of some bullet-curdling scream forever charred into his memory. He is Osbarak. A fearsome slayer of men. And I have options. I could hold my ground. Meet his attack. I could use illusion. Telekinesis. Gating. 
or archery. Mm, illusion. Just want to see what could distract him at this level of wage. Anyway, it succeeded. 128 experience to illusion. The cleverly crafted illusion of a wall of frame springing up in front of you is enough to stall Osborne's advance. And since, he's, and since I, I have used elementalism, he, could, he knows it could well be an actual wall of flame. The bewildered Silvercore pauses as he assesses what he believes is a magical defence you've summoned. And you know what? There's a pretty decent chance I, I well could have done that. Taking the fearsome troll completely by, by surprise, you leap through the illusionary flames and deliver him a well-placed blow. He staggers slightly following the attack, but quickly moves to counter it. Osbrock snarls viciously. Tines of energy crapple from the tip of his staff as the savage silver claw engaged you. This is Osbrock, brother of Jurik. Yes, or Os, Osgurag, as... He no doubt knows him. Begin combat. Osborak slashes at you with his heavy blade. You are struck by a powerful energy attack. Wait, wait a minute. He's he's not using a blade. He he's 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 using his staff. Is this one of those staffs which is also a blade? Oh well. You are struck by a powerful energy attack for 13 damage. Again for 14 damage, nearly slain. Then for 12 damage. I think this will be the last round. And it was. He is slain. 262 XP. Osbrock staggers forward. As a torrent of blood spills out his fang-filled mouth, he mutters something in troll tongue, and he and his staff simultaneously burst into flames. In less than a minute, all that remains of the mighty silver claw is a tall pile of black ash. Before you have time to contemplate the enormity of your victory, a new danger presents itself. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. At least a dozen silver claws, and perhaps twice that many wolfkin, emerge from the forest and step into the clearing. Yep, no point, you're turning up now. It's too late. It's too late. You should all just go back home. Or whatever it is you do. The fearsome battalion of beasts roar and howl as they set across the field towards you, closing in at an unnerving waiting. Unnerving, I guess that's supposed to be unnerving wait. You turn to clasp a glance back at Jurek, but in an instant a savage blow to the back of your skull sends you sprawling face first to the ground, which fortunately isn't that far away. You're out before the he your head ever strikes the earth. I lost 290 health, reducing my, reducing my SP 
to one. Convenient. One more damage. One more damage, and I'd be dead. You straight. You awake with a start to the smell of pungent smoke, a throbbing pain in your head, and the sound of men laughing. Confused, you prop yourself up on your elbows and survey the unexpected, but altogether welcome scene unfolding on the grassy clearing. Twenty yards away, in the middle of the clearing is a warring fire, fueled by the blackened carcasses of both trolls and wolfkin. Several men, who you recognise to be border rangers, are busy tossing the corpses of the slain beasts onto the blaze. The toe of a worn leather boot roughly nudges your side, and you turn to see Tanvar, with his arms folded, staring down at you with a wide smile spread across his grimy face. You missed all the fun, he smirks, reaching down and helping you to your feet. Good thing you woke up too. It's about to recommend... It's about to recommend they toss you on next. Don't devil our friend here, says we, as he strides up to initiate. Initiates his shoulder cross. After all, she's the only woman I know who holds claim to having saved you a glass. Some number, those silver claws did. Some number, you did those silver claws too, I hear. You learn that Tanvar... That when Tanvar and Rio left you and Jig to return to the camp, they found the other members of their company making their way into the cave, in direct disobedience to Jig's order. They decided to head after the two of you, knowing quite well you were likely to face more danger than you could have ever expected. We came out, out of the cave and found a silver claw standing over you, and a small army of trolls and wolfkin about to overrun both of you, says Tanvar. Luckily, we had a nice open space to lay into them with their troll bonds. Yeah, most effective against trolls, you know, but uh, not bad at cracking skulls in general, and... All the credit's yours, then, says a young border ranger as he strides up and places his hand on Tanvar's shoulder. Surely you thought better of your fortunes when we showed up. In fact, I'll go so far as to say you look, looked a bit beleaguered amongst all those beasts. Bite your tongue, lad, scowls Tanvar, playfully placing his hand on the hilt of his sword. If you like to be at all beleaguered yourself, you'll press on with your charming sass. I can see to your father, smirks the young ranger, throwing up his hand as he steps away. There's burning to be done, and tire myself for a few mo- for the few moments it would take to land you on your backside would only delay the clean-up of this mess. Tanvor frowns and makes an obscene gesture in the young man's direction, which as far as you can, you can still tell was done in the flame, in the playful spirit of their exchange. Tanvar tells you that the nine border rangers arrived just after the company had engaged the army of beasts and were instrumental in turning the tide of the battle. He, so, he tells you, he also tells you not a single man was lost during the brutal fight and that every last wolfkin and troll was slain. I'm guessing... I'm guessing that when that when Osbrook was getting here, he was gathering everything here. He was getting everything here. And he hoped to slow us down enough for the wall to get here, but we went through the dungeon. We got through all his traps faster than he faster than he planned. So he only had his four men and a few wolfkin. And presumably, all these monsters converging in one place, that's the sort of thing that border rangers notice. And so they came. 
You cry about Juig and Tanvar points to the far side of the clearing. You part you cry about Jin Juig and Tanvar points to the far side of clearing, where the troll hunter is speaking with several of the border rangers. You're about to head over to him when he suddenly turns and acknowledges you with a broad wave. He starts immediately on direction. He arrives with his arm extended to meet you in a shoulder cross. Jurek, who has witnessed firsthand your selfless courage and your stunning victory over Osbarak and his minions, offers you his genuine praise and thanks. He tells you he owes you his very life and he will never forget your heroic actions. Several of the men in the company, including Tanvar and Wheel, overhear him as he speaks to you. Their admiration for you, already quite high, grows immeasurably in that moment. Chances and circumstance led you our way, says the troll hunter. But it's as if all of this was fated from the start. I'm not a particularly superstitious fellow, but I know when the winds have been blowing my way. Well met, my friend. And thank you. Jurig walks over and examines the tall pile of ash that was Osborak and bends on one knee with his eyes closed as he mutters a quick prayer over them. Then he reaches into the heap of ashes and extracts an iron chain from which dangles the medallion half that the dead silver claw seemed to cherish so then reaches beneath his own chain shirt and removes the matching half of the cloven medallion, slipping the iron chain from which it was dangled over his head. Oh, of course. Yep, yes, he did have it. No telling the unrest and bloodshed this thing has caused, he says, gazing down at the two halves of the medallion resting in his large palm. Durig presses the two pieces of the medallion together and instantly... The surface of the top copper twinkies shimmers brightly. When the glow fades, a perfectly whole medallion, showing no sign of having, of ever having been split, rests in his hand. You're generally taken aback when he hands the copper medallion to you. It's the it's an unidentified copper medallion. This is the copper medallion that the vicious silver claw Osbarak desperately sought to make whole. It's unidentified and alloy, and unless I forget, I will be identifying it straight after this. Such things are of little use to me, I'm afraid, he says. Of my own free will, I will give it to you. I sleep better knowing there's no chance now that Osborak will ever slip it around his neck. Jurig takes you aside and tells you that he will make plain to you the true nature of his relation to Osbarak. You swear to secrecy in the matter, and he relates to you something he has never imparted to another living person. I was the brother of Osbarak, he says, and our father was the fearsome silver claw wader, Wowzerig. Hmm. Hmm, alright, I, yeah, hmm. So that, no, it's, that, okay, that first thing isn't a for a family name thing. Hmm. Guess it's more, guess it is a title. Osbrock was the last of my living kin, and with his death I can finally chose, close that dark chapter of my life. You boldly ask John to give us indeed a silver claw, and he's silent for several seconds before finally responding. One time, yes, he says almost apprehensively. Who I was then is dead and gone. All that remains is what you now see. Perhaps someday I can explain further. But for now, let me let that be all that is said about it. Good friends at Crokington.
glad to know you. Duke turns and watches the border rangers and a few of his men toss the last of the carcasses onto the burning pile. Time to round up the company and head out of here, he says. After all, we're still in the thick of troll country, you know. Although it's probably a lot a lot thinner, this cult, cult troll country, with all these trolls we've been slaying recently. That's my own observation. And 512 experience to general as we finish this scenario. Alright, the next bit is A Hunting Ye Shall Go. And it begins with the Bloodstripe Clan. And anyway, that I want to do the last two parts on their own episode. Alright, now, let's identify anything we haven't yet identified. Use Arcania, it is the Medallion of Phased Form, and 16 XP to Arcania. Alright, it's, 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 it's neck armour, it provides one stamina point. But that's not its real power. And it's it, you know, don't, the description is still the same. Now, I'm going to equip it. Dramatically reducing my stats. But... I will gain an advantage. Okay, now I'm going to be... Just to show it off, I'm going to go to the Wounds of Yartawan. Alright, I'm not even going to read this. To Tazal. Alright, here we go. Bash, bash, bash. Slain. Yes. Alright. I'm not going to quick combat them because I want to see... Alright, here you go. The medallion phase form dangling from your neck shimmers brightly as your entire body begins to swish, twist and contort. In a matter of moments, you've been transformed into a slivering tazal for plus 11 MR for this round. Then a masterful stab for plus 10 MR. And that's really helpful in scaled combat. The enemy deals you to blow for 10 damage. Alright. I, I turned into a slivering Tazar for another 10 MR that round. And it is slain. Oh, no, I got, yeah, I got the codes. Why? But that doesn't matter. What, what's actually happening here doesn't matter. I just want to see the, any other transformations that this medallion can perform. Another Tazal. Oh, I transformed into uh, an ogre for some, some effect. I clicked through too quickly to read it though. Naughty me. And slay. Another Tazal. Keep going, keep going, keep going. It is slain. I'm pulling a lever. One eye Tazal. Fighting that. I stab, I stab. Oh, I transform into a slippery Tazal for plus 6 MR this round. But I've done that before. Alright, Savage Blow, and you are slain. Lever Helm, Padded Gloves. Pour the lever. Moon Arch. Three Tazal. Alright, keep going, keep going, keep going. Just bashing away, I'm not, not really paying attention until we transform again. Oh! Phase, the, the phase four medallion dangling through your neck shimmers brightly as your entire body begins to twist and contort. 
In a matter of moments, you've been transformed to a hulking ogre. 13 MR for this round. And that finishes off this Tazar. Alright, time for a bit of two Tazar in the way. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Or another Tazar. Keep going. And, oh, no, no, no transformations. That one. Turning a dial. Okay, I'll probably, probably be weeding this through more, more completely later on. A sudden surge of energy overtakes you, and you lay in possibly a barrage of impossibly swift blows on your enemy for fifty-two damage. All right, time to heal a bit. And take some take some loot. Alright, and stun arch for Tazar in the way, but not for long. The phase medallion dangling from your from your neck shimmers brightly as your entire body begins to twitch and twitch and contort. No matter of moments you've been transformed into a vicious silver claw twelve. Stick 26 MR for this round, making, making that, making that, making that, making it a free plus to hit for that round. So, quite handy for the scaled opponents. Against non-scaled opponents, probably not really worth it, because... It's probably going to be plus three anyway. But if it isn't, you'd lose... You'd lose more MR from not equip, not having it, than you'd, you'd gain from it the overwhelming majority of the time. 24XB anyway. Alright, Armatures are Guardian. Take it on, take it on, take it on. And it is slain. At least another armor to our guardian. Oh, I turned into a slivering to Zal for another fifty for fifty MR that round. Alright, here's an armor to our guardian. And that nope, took that down. No transformations that time. But soon, soon. It's a torchlit chamber. Two arbiters are guardians. Keep bashing, bashing, bashing. Oh, we have a transformation. A hulking ogre for plus 12 MR. There's some loot. Four skeletal warriors. Yes, skeletal warriors. They deal you a brutal blow. Alright, let's get it. When are we going to transform? Come on, I want to see you transform. Quick stone store of 20. More of those Tazar guardians. Transform into Slivering Tazar for plus 9. And then again for plus 7. Very handy for scaled ones. And it is slain. More loot. Uh, transformed into Slivering Tazal again for plus 10. This I'm pretty sure is a Slivering Tazal. I didn't really read it. Alright, some loot. Tazal leader. Oh, Tazal versus Tazal for plus MR. Plus 11 MR. Alright, any more transformations? And looks like no. And it is slain. 25 XP. 
Alright, and some loot to be sold later. And there's the code. Oh, I've got two battle markers as well. City of Talonus. Okay. Now to save. Okay. You I think you've seen enough of what of what that medallion can do. Yeah, there are several other forms you could transform into, but they're all they're quite rare. So I mean if you want to see them all, I guess you'll just have to play the game or, you know, look it up on the wiki. But play the game, because I mean you could be a dragon. Ain't that cool? Yes, it is. Anyhow, so in the next episode, we will be taking on the final part of Proving Grounds 4. Where presumably we just go back to hunting regular trolls. And maybe I'll be taught how to use the troll bond. But anyway, until then... Farewell, fellow adventurers. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.